What up, what up, what up, world? We back, we back in the building, the Progression Podcast, man, where we speak on liberation, education, and elevation. As I explain to everybody, you know, all the time, you know, I was liberated from the street life, I was educated in the penitentiary, and I was elevated once I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And so tonight, man, I got a special guest, man. You know, this guy, I have seen him come from the depths of hell. No, I'm just playing. But uh, <laughs> he's a good guy, man. You know what I'm saying? And then we, we discuss things all the time. And this, this, this topic that we might, that we're going to discuss, it's one of those, you know, taboo kind of things because we are in the spiritual world. We are always, you know, doing a lot of things in the spiritual world. So let me get my IDs ready. So my IDs is this. Second Corinthians is my scripture, my theme scripture, right? If any man be second Corinthians five and 17, like people all take do the numbers too. Second Corinthians five and 17 reads, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. A new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all behold. things are brand new and so I, I this show was really is really dedicated to the uh incarcerated individuals and the ex-incarcerated individuals because we're trying to relieve the recidivism rate that we have in america and all over the world you know trying to Give people something uh, as he lotion himself up. Give give people a <laughs> uh, uh, navigate hey, system, brother. you know. Hey, brother, you're not gonna have me on TV, Ashy, brother. <laughs> give him a, uh, uh, a navigating system to do to have success in this world, man. Because a lot of people feel like they're the forgotten that's down in the uh, dumps. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel that way. So my, I don't know why he hit me like that. But check this out. I want to give a shout out to all the listeners, and I wanted to tell y'all, I want to do a, a rundown. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. If you got an iPhone, hit that purple little button and go to the Progression Podcast, and I'm right there, man. I'm at Samsung. I'm at YouTube. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to the YouTube page, the Progression Podcast. I need more subscribers, man. Uh, we're on uh, Spotify, Spotify podcast, Alexa podcast, Samsung. I said that already. Uh, uh, Google podcast. So I'm trying to think. So my mind is going. You know, e every, everywhere where you listen to your favorite podcast. And I don't. I, you know what? I hear that all the time. The but I'm finna say that I'm gonna tell you the real way to go get it. I'm telling you. So if you got an iPhone, man, hit that purple doggone thing, say podcast, and then look me up. You're going to see that little thing you see in the corner right there. You know, his head blocking it right there, but it's right there. Yeah, you touched it. There you go. Yeah, so you're going to see that. Subscribe, man. Follow that that podcast. I'm going to be in your ear every, every morning, you know what I'm saying, as you're on your way to work. Now, the name of this show it's called you in the way. You are right. in the way. And so I, you know, no better than to talk to my homeboy gifted the flamethrower. I, you know, I put his real government name 
on this show. You know, I don't know if he got some warrants in New Orleans or whatever. You know, what I'm saying? but he's trying to identify himself as gifted, the uh, flammy, whatever they, yeah, that's right. So, the brand, sir, yeah, it's a brand. Find him at the real gifted on Instagram. You know, what I'm saying that's my homeboy, and uh, we're gonna give him a clap, yeah, because you know, that's my boy. And we discuss these kind of things all the time, like I tell people, we barely discuss rap, you know, we we talk a lot about different issues. Uh, but this issue is one of those issues that might be one that rubs some of our friends the wrong way. But I think it got to be said because I've been feeling a type of way about it. Right. And if I'm wrong in the comments, please, please get me right. Tell me something to help me understand this. Right. So gifted. I've been seeing a lot of secular people or we call worldly people challenging things that they see in the church, right? Yeah. And so a lot of those things I challenge myself, but it's sometimes it's hard for me to call it out because I don't want to weaken them from coming to church, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, it is some some goofy stuff that I see that I'm really seeing more of, and it seems like people are getting bolder and bolder with these <laughs> things, right? So, right. it was a dude. He's campaigning, man. He's campaigning. I don't even know his name, but Juanita Bynum was on this thing, right? And she was like, "Yeah, you got to give uh, fifteen hundred dollars for this intercessory prayer thing," you know. And so then they own one need to buy them head. So, you know, because she's out there, but there's a lot of people that do this. But she said, I need 21. God is telling me 21 people need to come up here and give $1,000, right? They need a 1000 You You want a blessing. If you want that blessing, you know you got to come give this $1,000. And it's 21 of y'all. You know, and I see a few done came up, so I know God wasn't playing. Some done came up. She, you know, sometimes it seems as manipulation, but you know, to me, and that's to me. And my thing is, I know it takes money to run a church. Right. You know, to keep the lights on, that good air conditioning that you be feeling in there, it takes, you know, it takes stuff to to run a church, it takes money, right? Right. And so I want to know your views on what you think, you know, you think <laughs> about that, you know, the, God told me the 21 people, you know, should give, you know, a thousand dollars. Well, Doug, uh, you know, I've been in church all my life, uh, okay. you know, growing up, you know, mama and grandma had me in church. That's when you're not, not taking it seriously. But in 99, I got serious about God. That's when I was 18, grown, walked the altar, knew exactly what I was doing, right? right. I'm setting that to lay a foundation. I've been in church for a very long time. From 99, I can count on my two hands the <laughs> church services I've missed just because uh, I just ain't going to go. You, oh, I okay. count on my two hands. In other words, yeah, you've been in when it. I missed the service, I was out of town, had a concert, right, right. I was sick. But from 99, I've been in church, right? 
I've been a I've been an armor bearer. I've been a youth pastor, youth counselor, usher, deacon, janitor, key holder. <laughs> so I'm setting the precedent. The point that I'm making is I just want people to understand. Parking lot ministry. Parking lot ministry. ministry. <laughs> Bodyguard. <Yeah. laughs> I've been around. Okay. Right, right. So, I firmly, like what you just said, man, I love, like my pastor, Pastor Wine, he's real simple about giving, man. Like, look, it's a principle. If you give, you're going to get blessed. But at the end of the day, if you like coming here, it costs. Right. I'm not trying to say you no dream, but I do need to pay these bills, these lights, all that. I love that. But when it comes down to playing with God and manipulating people, bro, that's a real thing. And it's a real thing in the kingdom, right? And it's personal to me because I have been manipulated <laughs> yeah. we horribly. Are. We are. So, so I got it. I mean, I yeah. got it. Yeah. So the real, real quick, I gotta hit you with this one. Go ahead. So you know I you know I rap, you know I rap, but everybody I don't know I rap, right? So right. did a concert with some people who's gonna remain remain unnamed, right? Maybe like about three hundred people in the house. So you know, did my thing. It, it was great, right? right. So the pastor called up and said, look, there's an anointing on you, and I want to be the first one to sow into it. And keep in mind, right now, I'm broke, dog. Like, I would, like, like I'm in this thing stressing, just hoping for a miracle, you know what I mean? So right, right. he called me up in front of these people, and I think he gave me a hot 50, a hot 100. One of the two, because a 50 right, or 100, right? right? Yeah, right out put that Put that thing in the basket, right? Then the boy leaned over and said, I'm going to tell y'all right now, if you want partake in this anointing, you better come so into this ministry right now, right? So right. people just start coming, dog. I got tears in my eyes, dog. I'm like, oh, God, you coming through. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so I knew it. I knew it. Say, sir, the boy said, now look, to make sure that you get this blessing that God got for you, I'm going to take this and we going to sow it back into this ministry on your behalf. <laughs> Everybody like, I'm going uh, I'm, to uh, give it to your favorite uh, charity <laughs> in your name. <laughs> so I bet you, you was like, huh? Come again and say what? You, Come against you, you about to do what? <laughs> where the basket? The basket's going where? And you going to do what? To the back. <laughs> and y'all about to go back there and bust that down? They going to pop with those tonight, though? I say it doesn't say that. That's more where it comes from. But to me, though, it's gamish. Now, you know, it's been my experience where it's like, if I'm going to give, it's going to be an echo in my spirit. Right. It, it, it's going, I'm already going to know that I'm here to do a certain thing for a certain right. purpose. But when you let people manipulate you like that, bro, that's a very dangerous thing. And I totally disagree with it. Totally right. disagree with it. I, I, I don't believe I, in money lines. Yeah, by no means am I uh, going against the church or going against any particular church. Right. I believe in tithing and I believe in offering. Right. I believe in that solely just to get that out the way. That's a precursor. I believe in tithing to my church. I believe in tithing to my community. 
I believe in tithing to other ministries that's on the on the move, right? Yeah. But it's a little thing, right? It's called, you know, church politics, you know. Yeah. So I hate to get wrapped up in the church politics, right? So mm -hmm. what happened to me at one church that I was um that I was a part of, the church uh they were raking it in, man. The anointing was there. I'm telling you, the anointing was there. The man had a message. I'm talking about he would fuel you up and get you ready for the week. I'm talking about it was straight biblical. Everything was, right? But the attitude of the people was different, right? And I call this little segment church politics because they played a lot of politics in the church that you will be like, oh, wait a minute. If I'm from the streets, I see what you're doing, but that's mm -hmm. something like a con that you're doing, right? So I used to see that, and now you say, no, nah, I can't do that, right? So I, I, I questioned it one time, and I questioned it to, this, to the uh, pastor, right? And the pastor said, man, you coming here with all these ideas and all this here, you know? And I was like, yeah, he was like, what you going to do, you going to expose some people that have been playing for a long time. See, <laughs> the dudes that I be around, man, now, like you and Trey and all these dudes that's in that that's in my circle, man, they be yeah. serious about Jesus Christ. They be so serious. And then when I see some people playing with it and then they getting the most exposure, it hurts me because I say, man, they in the way. You know what I'm saying? You in the way of some people that could really do something with that $21,000 that you're doing. So you're saying that mm -hmm. you need to, you done heard from God right now, you know, just now. I need $21,000. You ain't said like that, but you said, I need 21 people to give $1,000 and God gonna bless you. But I need you to give it to me, though. Sure. Now, give it to me. You know what I'm saying? Just give it to me. And and I see a lot of secular people that's not really in the spirit. They look at it as the destination of your giving. Where is it going? Right? Mm. Where's the destination of your giving? Right? So they know what they tell you, right? You know what they tell you. What? They tell you it's not your concern. But see, that's that's wrong though. <laughs> first of all, you telling me, first of all, I hear you saying, if you want a blessing. You got to give to get a blessing. And I understand yeah. that, right? I understand mm -hmm. giving, man, helping people with rent or helping people with lights, just doing something for somebody else. Because I'm going to tell you, the most success I've ever had gifted, and I'm going to be real honest, when myself, when I put away my self-interest and mm -hmm. for somebody else, some things start open, doors start opening for me, right? And I understand mm -hmm. that. But it doesn't have to be the four walls that I gave the money to. It mm. could be, you know, dudes on the street that I give my time and money to that I can see the fruit coming from that. And the problem with the destination of my giving is sometimes I don't see the fruit because, like you said, it's none of your concern. Mm -hmm. It's none of your concern. So that gives me to this right here, no title, no respect. Hmm. I mean, you ain't got, who are you? 
you ain't Bishop Deacon uh, substance, so so you really don't know what's going on, man. That's the problem I have, Gifted, because when I was just in the pews, I was fine. Yeah. And I got behind the curtain of the play to see how the play was really going. I was like, oh, man, this, this is not cool. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is not... And the dude was manipulating me too. He told me some stuff. And then I had to really like, man, that was cold. That boy told Gifty, he said, see, this is like Noah's Ark, you know. And so at least you're safe on the ship, but you got to deal with the manure that the that the cows <laughs> and stuff, they don't stop defecating. They still doing it. So you're going to have to deal with the stench, but at least you're safe from the flood. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that boy cold with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I really, preached that before. <laughs> yeah, but it was you preached, but it was a manipulating tactic to yeah. what I was, you know, what I was trying. I was trying to get uh compensation for the Christian rappers that were yeah. coming through that I was trying to get to the church. I was getting them to the church, and I was like, man, at least can we get a green room for them, get a few bananas and, you know, waters mm -hmm. and stuff, and they turn that down. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about, you talking about a $4,000 member church, you mm -hmm. know, that was turning that little stuff down. <laughs> and so, I think you, you, are you ordained as a reverend, yeah. and yeah, so that's why I say, see, you got a title, and so the thing I don't about use you, it, but yeah, you know, but the thing about it yeah. is, you had respect in your church, though, when you had a a right. title right. that was in your church, right? So, right. but me, I was treated like a some, and I kind of know what it was. It was who I was, yeah. and yeah. who I, and, you know. I was yeah. double telling the church really didn't trust me yet. They were like, I don't know, this dude might go back. You know, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess it's been so many years later. I don't know if they still trust me. And after this, I know mm -hmm. they might not, but I gotta tell the truth. You know, it right, irks right. me. It irks me when I see people gaming other people to give money. When all of this is God's money, all this right, right. is God's man. And if a people person don't want to give it, it's okay. It's gonna leave them one way or the other. <laughs> man, you know let me tell you, man. Like the whole title thing is it's a joke. You know, your your character is supposed to be the thing that brings respect, not your title. You know, so whether you're the bishop, the apostle the minister, the deacon, or just a regular lay member, you should get the same respect, you know. Uh, but as far as like what you said, this was the whole giving. I mean, man, I've had a time where I was in church where I had nothing. And dude looked at me and told me, hey, uh, Brother Ville, you're not giving today? <laughs> I'm like, trying to, I'm trying to be modest, like, oh, sir. Now you say, I'm financially you know, embarrassed. I'm financially embarrassed. That boy <laughs> told me, look, Get an envelope and write Jesus the IOU. So, <laughs> that's like, wait a second. That's a cool I'm, in, I'm in debt with my rent. I'm in debt with my life bill. You want me to be in debt with Jesus too? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? That's that's a form of manipulation right there. I'm gonna tell you, that's a big form of manipulation. But, but that's, I'm gonna tell you this what. Good. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Somebody said this is why the Bible says that we need to study and show ourselves approved. 
Because, right. you know, the Bible is just like a gun. It can be used for good. It can be used for bad. You know, you right. are responsible to study, to show yourself approved. But see, you just said something. So some people have this spirit, this scripture justification for everything they do now. When mm. they, you know, most churches, Baptist churches that I've went to, you know, they go to Malachi 3 and 8. If a man rob God, you know, and see, I mm -hmm. think those two words, rob God, when you say that, especially to a uh, to a person that's from the streets, because yeah. some of them people from most of the people, I say 95 of the percent of the people from church, from, from the streets, they don't have the knowledge to fear God, but they fear playing with God. They yeah. fear playing with God more than people in the church do. Yeah, and so yeah. you coming from man? I don't want to play with no God, man. I don't play with that. They just kill five people, but hey, man, I don't want to play with God. Hey, man, that's how they they sold 50, 50 pounds of weed just now. But I ain't playing <laughs> with God, man. You know I'm what I'm saying? God. I but that's that the mindset they have yeah. right now. But it's like some of these people that's in the church. Man, I remember one time my wife. She said something that messed me up. She said, "Man, I'd rather work the club than work at the church." Man, these people, I'd rather work the door of the club. That was she said. I'd rather work the door of the club, man. You know, I'd rather take on that. These people are vipers. I'm talking about God wouldn't say when he said vipers, man, they were some vipers, man. And now hey, you crazy real. too, man. You know yeah, that. You're real. Yeah, yeah, you're real. yeah, and so I wanted to say and ask you, because you've been in Christendom a long yeah. time, longer than me. Mm -hmm. Tradition. Mm -hmm. A lot of this stuff comes from tradition. I Absolutely. remember they would say every time the doors open, we supposed to take an offering up. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of churches. Now, don't get me wrong. I see a lot of new wave churches that are just depending on people to give because it's in their hearts, and then they being good stewards with the money and you see in the church flourish, you know, you see in these churches, just like you see your tithes and your offering at work. You know what I'm saying? You actually can see it. You know, right. they have a good children's ministry. They doing this for the children. They doing that. They doing this for the community. The church is paying tithes to the community. A lot of churches, mm -hmm. they won't even pay tithes to the community. Right, they're mm -hmm. not helping too many people. But mm -hmm. I've digressed. I'm not saying that churches don't help people because they do. It's of a course, lot of people yeah. light bills that's being paid from the church. A lot mm -hmm. of stuff that they do with the money that people don't don't know about. But then when somebody sees the destination of your ties at the motel or somewhere else, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It kind of hurts. But that's a tradition that we bought yes. up in. So traditionally, yes. traditionally, how do you explain the ways, because you 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 told me this one time you was talking about back in slavery, you know, the, we was talking mm -hmm. about back in slavery, how the pastor was like the big dude, you know what I'm saying? The right, slavery, right, right. He's a big right. dude, you know? So it passes down from generation to generation. This dude getting his Bible uh, put on the podium. He getting uh, mm -hmm. his water, uh, the thing he goes, you know, mm -hmm. and he's the big dude. You know what I'm saying? So traditionally, how do you feel about this tradition? What do you feel about it? 
I remember, I remember when I was in Almabera, uh, my old pastor asked me to shake his water up from. I'm like, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he don't want to make sure you ain't putting nothing in it. No, no, I got him a water, a cup of water. You know how you got ice in it? Yeah. He literally wanted me to shake it until it got colder. Oh, while it was in. Hey, make it cold for me. Make it cold. <laughs> so I bought a pulpit in front of the whole church. <laughs> Looking stupid. <laughs> hey, he, him and him and the dudes was at the donut shop, and they was talking about it. They say, "How did he look when he was doing it?" He say, "Stupid." Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but you're hundred percent right. So that was the only time where a man, a black man, could feel important. You know, on that Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it does travel down, and um, there, a lot of people mean well. They just don't know how to break from out there. You know what I mean? And so, again, that's where it comes back to you, studying and showing yourself approved. You know what I mean? You have to know this ain't right. This ain't right. That ain't right. This ain't right. That ain't right. And, you know, it's because when you're dealing with scripture, you're dealing with people. People. Like, a scripture is pregnant with with revelation. And you may read it and get one thing, and I may read it and get another thing, right? But it's like until you perform those proper harmonies and exegesis, uh, like you ain't gonna get. There's a bottom line when it comes to scripture. I don't care how pregnant the scripture is. We should right. come to a common consensus, right? So when you talk about that tradition, it's a dangerous thing, but it's an understandable thing because you got some people that knock in, and if it ain't broke, we ain't gonna fix it. That's where it's up to you. Like I tell people all the time. Churches like chicken, you gotta find your flavor. You know, everything ain't for everybody. Everybody not right. I mean, I don't care yeah. that you got the collar around your neck. That don't mean that you're right, man, because the Bible says that the very elect is gonna be fooled. Right, right. You know what I mean? So all them titles and all that stuff, man, you know, you gotta study the scripture and know what it is that you're sitting under. I mean, that's your responsibility. You're right. And I just hurt I, I just hate church games. That people play yeah. a lot. That's why I say, man, some people be in the way. That's just like I, I tell a story about one day I was in church and uh we all did this. Uh we was in this church, we was invited to do you know a show. And so uh me, Derek, it was a whole bunch of us at this place off uh Federal Road, and so we didn't get nothing for the show. The dude wasn't paying us nothing, right? So at the end of the show, he came up, the pastor, and he was not, he was doing an offering. But when he said the offering, this is what he said. He said, hey, now, you know, it take a lot to bring these dudes here. You know, these dudes ain't cheap. You know, they ain't cheap. So I'm like, we are doing this for free, but maybe he might just, you know, give us a love offering since he's doing that. I know he's not going to just lie like that, you know. He's not right. going to do that. And so that's when I was really on my honeymoon. I was mm. on my honeymoon in Christian rap. I had been a Christian or believer longer than that before I started rapping again right. in this. And so I was really on my honeymoon thinking all these church people are nice and you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, wobbly legged in there. And so I'm thinking, mm. well, he's going to be all right. And so he took up a big offering. Hey, you think any of that money went to us? None. Not a penny. 
You know, he didn't even buy nothing from the bookstore. We had uh, tables out there. He didn't buy nothing. Nobody bought. You know, it was like yeah. I stepped away from that, but you know, my force field was was strong enough not to just give up on church. Right, right, right. You know, so a lot of people. That's why I'm saying you in the way. It's a lot of people that take yeah. that and they forever gone from church stuff. Oh man, this one dude, he yeah, did this. Yeah. So man, I'm not going to no church. You know what I'm saying? And it's really not about the church. It's about your relationship with Jesus Christ, right? Your but relationship, that's why it's so dangerous for us though to do that. Yeah. You know, right. That's how people go judge it. Yeah. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So it's about your relationship with Jesus Christ, not the church. The church mm -hmm. is the gathering. I love to go there with saints, you know, and we, we sabbat off each other. We feed off each other. And it's a celebration to us. It's like a big celebration mm -hmm. to me. And that's why I go every Sunday when I can. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not out mm -hmm. of town or even if I'm out of town, I'll find a church. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. you know, I've been to so many churches in those, so many cities. I might go to a church. Oh, yeah, that church I done went to. Let's go to City of Refuge. We're in, we in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're in Dallas. Let's go by your boy Oak Cliff. You know, just that's what I do. I, I do church. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't play church politics. I don't play church games. And I feel like if you do, you in the way. You mm -hmm. are in the mm -hmm. way because we trying to set the captives free and you trying to run game on them for a second and that's mm -hmm. not, you know, that's a real spiritual soul right there that we need. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm but saying? Think, but think about it. That's I, I believe that's the eternal fight that we all going to have to fight until Christ comes back and takes the church. I mean, they had the same issue with the scribes and the Pharisees. You know, you got the people playing games. You got people over here not playing games. And so it's like, again, I, I don't know why I just keep going back to studying and show yourself approved, you know, because it's so, that's why the Bible says that the leaders would get the greater judgment because that's literally how people do things. If I'm fresh off the block, uh, yeah, I got to be on the block. I just, you know, whatever. I'm a, a lawyer, and I decide to come to church on a Sunday, and the usher just talks to me crazy. That's gonna be a response. That's why I'm coming to church now. You know what I'm saying? Like this happened, and, and and that's why some people be like, "That's why I come to church now." But then some people take it right. bigger. That's why I don't believe in that God stuff now. You know, it's based right. based off that one negative interaction. That's why it's so important for us to uh, have the character. Of yeah. Christ, you know what I'm That's saying? Because church we are representing that thing, but church and right. it's 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 its main weapon, and you're absolutely 100 right. You in the way when you're behaving like that, when you're rocking like that. Really, not only are you in the way, you're an instrument for the enemy. Hmm. You know what I mean? You're literally a tool for the enemy. You know what I'm saying? But that's the fight that we fight, and we go always raise up a banner. You know what I mean? Against that foolishness. You know what I'm hmm. saying? That's our job. That's you know what I'm saying? We a watchman on the wall. I got to touch on before we go to our last comments, because, man, it's been a good thing. But I got to touch on what you were saying, study it to show yourself approved. I understand that. But a lot of people are coming with a clean slate from the streets. They really don't know the cliche words that we give them as far as, you know, yeah. biblical things that people have done passed down, you know, a lot. And they don't know... Uh, that this uh, lines up with that scripture. They just don't know that. They're just trying to find yeah. a better way, right? So usually yeah. it's us that see those people first. 
We the mm-hmm. ones that try to get to them first, but if we don't, sometimes they go to some place where a person gives them, you know, like just just say for instance, I was in a church one time. This is just a real story. And I was in the church and the pastor said, touch a neighbor and ask them, is they saved? Right? Mm-hmm. So it's the church I went to. I had been going there for like at that time, about six years, you know what I'm saying? It's the <laughs> church I was going to. But that yeah. day, I decided to go to 8 o'clock and not 11 o'clock. So this yeah. dude, it's, it's people that I had never seen, you know. And so this dude, he asked me, he say, say, man, are you saved? And I was like, yes, sir, I'm saved. You know, I said it with confidence, you know. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't do that, you know. The touch your neighbor stuff, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? May you know when they say something like tell your neighbor uh you know you love them or whatever, I might do that. But the yeah. touch your neighbor and ask me to save, I'm just not that yet. You no, know, in the comments, please tell me what I need to do when it <laughs> happens. But I'm just not there with that one. But he was like, Are you saved, brother? And I said, Yes, sir. You know, with confidence. That boy said, Come on, man. Come on, man. And I say, what? He say, I'm saying. I say, I'm saying. He say, come on, man. Look at you, man. Look at how you dress. That's what he said, <laughs> for real. This older dude, he was. He had to be about 65, right? He said, look come how you on, dress, man. man. You got tennis shoes on, man. You, you know, look how you dress, man. And so at that time, I'm going to tell you, I was on fire for God, really, at that time. And I was one of those, you know, I'll bust you across the head with 80 scriptures at that time, but I was real respectful to older people that, you know, I didn't want to like cause like a thing, a rift between the young saints and old saints. So I told them this. I say, yeah, I'm saved. I say, but can I give you a little advice? He was like, go ahead. I say, hey, man, you got to catch a fish for you clean a fish. I say, If I wasn't saved, you know what I'm saying, and you talking about the way I'm dressed, I'm probably never going to come back in here again, you yeah. know? And he was like, oh, yeah. I, I, he, you know, he was receptive to it, right? Yeah. And I say, and we started talking, and then I told him, you know, I go to this church. He said, no, nah, man. I said, yeah, I go to this church. I've been going in six, seven years. He like, for real? I was like, yeah, I go to 11 o'clock. I, he said, oh, I don't go to 11 o'clock. I say, that's probably the problem. Right yeah. <laughs> you try to get up yeah. early and get it over with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I go to 8 o'clock, you know, every now and then, and I ain't never seen you. But yeah. understand, well, that's what I'm saying. Some people be in the way. And he could have told somebody that, that, you know, and matter of fact, I know he did before, you know, that yeah. messed some people up and never come back to church. And that's and why. Man, that's so <laughs> real, dog. I had the exact, I was a guest artist at a spot, dog. And, you know, I had my hat on. It's, it's a you night. Everybody dressed down. And this was pews. And I'm sitting in the middle of the pew. And the old deacon, dog, came, like, moved all the people out of the way and looked at me and said, take your hat off in the house of the Lord. Right? Yeah. So I got up. You know, excuse me, excuse me. Because it was like 10 people that I had to get in the Excuse me. I said, I said, come on, let me talk to you, right? So we went in the back, right? I said, so first, I'm going to take my hat off because this is your house. So I'm going right, to respect right. that off top, right? I said, but let me ask you something. I said, what if this is my last time? 
He's like, what you mean? He was being sincere. He's like, what you mean? I said, what if I say to myself, man, you know what? I'm about to try this church stuff one more time, dog. If it don't work this time, man, I'm done with it, dog. When I hit them doors, but you really think God is concerned about what's on my head? Mm. And he looked at me, dog, and I saw this whole confusion. Like, I seen the embarrassment come. That's that tradition we was talking about. Right. Now, maybe, now look, I never talked to, I never even told a pastor this story. So maybe he was gun ho and maybe the pastor didn't tell him to do things in that manner. I don't know. But I right. saw the embarrassment come over him. And that, I, I explained that same thing to him, bro. I ain't used that. That's, a, that's, that's an awesome analogy. You got to catch a fish before you're cleaning. But I just said it in a different way, bro. Like, no, you don't know what state of mind that I'm in, bro. Right, right. And because you're trying to stick to this tradition, you about to ruin God's entire plan for my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we do, bro. Even even every day, bro, we have to be like when we lead without empathy and without sympathy, bro, and we just want to Bible beat people, dog. We don't know what we're doing, man. We don't know how far we we are pushing them from God. Cause like you said, they don't know. They don't even right. speak the language. So right. they literally judge God based off our behavior, based yeah. off our speech, based yeah. on our actions. And yeah, so we be like, the if example. We, if we represent bad dog, we lead them bad, and now you got a problem. You got you in the way. <laughs> right. So that's why I named this you in the way. But what I wanted to do, my last thoughts, right? My last mm -hmm. thoughts. I want us to do better. Me yeah. included. That's why I ask people to comment. When this, you know, on this this show, I need them to comment and let me know if I'm slipping up, you know. And I can mm -hmm. talk to my people, you know. I can say, okay, this is what somebody said. Uh, maybe you know the money thing, or maybe the church politic thing. Maybe I don't understand it, but from my perspective and what I've been learned, what I've seen, I be feeling like a lot of it is game and manipulation. And I want us to stop it because a dude like me from the streets, hey, man, I might call you on it, but I'm weak right now trying to get my life together because I've seen it happen. I've seen dope dealers come to this church that used to be my friends, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. in the streets. And then they mm -hmm. come to the church and get manipulated because they feel like these dudes got money. So let me get the money first. Do we really care about the money or the life? Do we yeah. care about what they give it or how they live it? Yeah. Right? Do you care more about what they give it or how they live it? Mm -hmm. Let's try to get them to live right. And believe me, the giving going to come. But we try to get them to mm -hmm. live right, right? Not to say I'm mm -hmm. living, you know, this perfect life. I'm just saying mm -hmm. I'm striving for sanctification, right? I've, I've witnessed mm -hmm. salvation. I'm in salvation right now, but I strive for sanctification, right? Mm -hmm. But the Bible says all have sinned to come short of the glory of God, right? And that's right. me too. All have sinned, now y'all have sinned. So I think that me saying that you in a way should help. And I want y'all to write comments. You get your last thoughts about this, man. Well, I'm with you. I mean, that's what, you know, uh, it sounds like to me you're talking about self-inventory. Because mm -hmm. when we say you're in the way, I don't, I don't want you to move. You know what I mean? Like right. out the way completely because I need your part against army. Need you to because join the movement. 
Yeah, it's a sad thing that the Christian army, we the only army that are killing is wounded. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I, I want you to get better, I, I, but I want you to do some self-inventory and ask yourself, am I causing more harm? Am I being helpful? You know what I mean? Am, am I living my life empathetic and sympathetic? Or am I just this cast iron, you know what I'm saying, entity that's just pushing people away, doing whatever it is that I'm doing, be it as a rapper, a preacher, a regular everyday person? Am I in the way? And that's a sensitive thing that you really got to deal with within yourself. And that's what we should do. We should do that self-inventory because when you find out that you are in the way, that's the most humbling thing in the world. Because I remember when I got saved, I'm from the streets, right? So I ain't never been scared of nothing. And so like, when I got saved, dog, I was I was in the way because like, if you smoked a cigarette around me, Boy, you said, I'm biting your head off your shoulders. You said a cuss word around me. I'm, and I'm doing it in the name of Jesus. No, that's not. I'm doing that in the name of my ego, in the name of my arrogance. I was awake. You know what I mean? And so I encourage everybody, man, do something to it in your life, you know, in, in your heart, man, and, and see if you indeed are in the way. And when, and when I say in the way, are you in the way of people getting better? A, people getting to the cross. B, like, where are you at? Are, are you assisting in this or you stopping it? Just progress. And that's why it's the the, the, the progress part, man. That's yeah. why we, we, we striving for progress. What I want to do is I want everybody to make your comments on here, man. Give me some comments. Give me some feedback on what you think about this subject. Uh, you in the way. I need you to just help me. Go to YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, man. And, and man, I want to hear from everybody, man. Tell me what you think about it. Tell me what you think about Terrence Gifted Bill, man. Tell me what you think about that dude, man. You know, we are right. big, big dog. Keep your comments to yourself. Yeah, that boy is a big, big dog, dog right there. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dog, man. You know, say he some, was one of them dudes too. in the way too. <laughs> he, he, he just got out I'm the way yesterday. Yeah, so <laughs> understand this, man. Don't let your yesterday kill you tomorrow, man. I love y'all, man. And it's been a great thing. Gifted, I need you to stay on because I need to talk to you about something. I need right. compensation for whatever you've been saying. And so, yeah, that's what it is. Love y'all. Peace. Yeah.